Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Hello, everyone. This is Naomi Tucker, your coach here at Planners on Purpose. I am excited to have you with me today. We are going to talk about staying positive in busy times. Yes, we are in the heat of busy right now, and we've been trucking along for a while, and we're coming up to the end of the year, but that doesn't mean we have a lot going on here. As event professionals, it really matters what we say to ourselves and what we say to other people, even though we are in high stress moments and high stress situations. And it can be really tough because we all want to make sure that our events go well, that they go flawlessly, that things are smooth, that our clients aren't upset and that we are bringing it home. However, that isn't always the case. There's always that unforeseen incident that pops up on site, uh, that person that wasn't registered, that shows up at the front desk and wants to be registered. There's always these moments that we have to really channel our inner positive self in order for us to get through those situations with the best possible outcome. So I definitely wanted to talk about this today. And it just really matters what we say to ourselves in these busy times. On a recent podcast, uh, I believe it's Podcast 75. It's with Sarah Gorlick, and she's a Lucky Box Cutter. She's an author of the Lucky Box Cutter book. Well, she shares about how kindness helped her many a time when she's planning an event. And although kindness and positivity they are different, two different things. They both have similar trajectories on how it can make people feel, right? And how those, their functions can make people feel. So today I wanted to share just some ways that we can stay positive. And we might want to first just ask ourselves, okay, well, why should we do it? <laughs> why should we do it if I am bothered by the fact that someone is not necessarily doing their job on site, right? One of my team, one of my staff members, perhaps they're not, they're not pulling their weight. If I'm very frustrated about that, why can't I just approach them in the way that I want to approach them in order to get things done? Well, we have one or we have several different ways that we can approach that particular situation, but there are reasons why staying positive and taking a positive approach could yield better results. So I wanted to share with you first the why of why you should be more positive in your approach and just in your being as you're on the site or if you're in these high stress situations versus if we were to take another route, right? Which taking another route in the short term could possibly make us feel as though we're getting to the nitty gritty of the situation. However, it can have some some implications in the long run that we may have to then have to sort out. So let's talk about the why. Now, 
I thought it was interesting that if you are happy, like if a person is happy, if you are happy yourself, you in general are more apt to be more productive and more innovative, right? So then that means that if I can make sure that my team is in a state of happiness or in a state of contentedness, then they are going to be more productive for me. They are going to innovate and be in their right mental space to be innovative as well and helping contributing towards whatever task that we have going on. Now, if I'm happy, you know, we should talk about ourselves first because I do believe that we fill up our cups first, right? So if we're happy, we ourselves are going to be more productive, more innovative. We're going to be eager to get our team involved and to have the help and to rely on their opinions. So if that is something that is a result of being in a happy state, then then the thought process is then I want to do whatever I need to do to ensure that my team is more productive, to ensure that my team is more innovative so that we all can cumulatively get towards that goal. So contrary to what we may think, when we're in this working environment that's more positive, people are going to be working very, very hard to get towards that goal. So again, staying positive, being positive, the why we should do it is because we can be more productive, more innovative, and we have team members that will be working very hard to get towards a common goal. And it doesn't feel like stress. When we are in a position where everything is aligned, we are all working very hard. We have a positive goal that we're working towards. It's lots of teamwork. Everybody's encouraging and everybody is just excited. Then that is not a stress situation. I know on my Banish Burnout Challenge, which I do run a couple times a year, for those of you that want to get on the waiting list for the next challenge, you can go to plannersonpurpose.com backslash Banish Burnout. But during that challenge, we talk about that there are different types of stress. And there is a type of stress, which we could say is a good stress, but it's the stress that results out of the fact that we are we are all aligned. Everything's great. We have this pressure, but it's a healthy pressure to do, to do the work. And it comes out of passion. It comes out of excitement. It comes out of, out of, of this joy of doing the work. And naturally, there are some natural stress that's there where we get the stress that's really tough to get through. That usually is when there's, there's a gap in satisfaction and that we're working maybe too hard. So there ends up being that dissonance, that gap that we need to fill. And because we have that, it ends up creating frustration. So we want to make sure that we are all operating out of a positive energy versus out of something that may be suggesting that there's some misalignment that's there. Also, I thought a really great I guess, outcome of being positive, especially as a team member, for those of you that are leaders or business owners that have people on your team, you have fewer sick days. And that's amazing, right? And also your team has fewer sick days. They're not calling in as often. They are actively engaged in the company and what the company is doing and in the events that they are planning and they're operating. When you're positive, people want to come work for you and they want to work with you. 
which is pretty awesome. Positivity does go a long way. So we do want to make sure that we are trying to be positive all times. Now, I must say, there is a such thing as toxic positivity, and it's where we're going way over the top. We're being overly positive to something that really needs to have a little bit more of an empathetic response. So we want to make sure that we're being empathetic, that we're caring, that we're addressing the key points of what we need to address, but do it in a way that's not going to cause tons of shame, tons of dissatisfaction and disengagement with our team. So it is a balancing scale. I usually just say, give it some thought on how you're going to approach a team member. If you are in this situation where you have something that definitely needs to be talked about, you can't see any positive in it. You need to think of how you can position it where the person gets the point, but then also have it be positive, but not in a way that it's gaslighting the whole situation. And that can take some time. So I would just suggest you take some moments to really think through how you're going to approach that. And sometimes giving it to the other person to respond and be accountable for, let's say, if it's their actions or Uh, something that you're confronting them on, that usually helps a lot (laughs) to lessen the blow of what you do have to say. All right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how we can do it, how, how we can practice, practice positivity. And before I get into that, I just want to say that I have led teams and I have really had to work on me first, right? About how I approach certain things because I want to make sure that I'm in a good space when delivering any kind of constructive criticism or any kind of guidance, any kind of advice. So I want to make sure that I am in a good space for doing that because when you want, when you do communicate positivity, you want to make sure that you are very authentic with it. So first of all, How you feel about the situation is really going to be key. Getting yourself to a point where you can reflect on a situation and get to the point of being positive about it, that takes a lot of work, right? So, you know, for example, you get to an event and you have half of your boxes not there yet, (laughs) and they're supposed to be there and you're on a time frame. It can really cause you a lot of frustration and a lot of situational stress. And for situations like that, it's like, okay, I can only deal with what I can, I can only do what I can do with what I have, right? And what do I know about this situation that would allow me to do some type of moving forward? What can I do to move forward? Maybe in that situation, it's let's figure out what the status of each and every box is, where it is, who can, who can we call? Those type of things will be able to help us to work through those. But you can't just be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, this isn't happening and everything is messed up and I can't do this and we can't make this event. It's not going to happen because of this, this and that. That is probably not the best way to go because it's a lot of negative self-talk because there are some actions that you're able to take as you're walking through these challenges and situations. So 
I would just kind of ask myself, well, what can I do about it now? Who can help me in this task and keep moving forward, taking the stress out of it, keeping it neutral and move forward, getting that help and support, and then practicing gratitude, practicing thankfulness. And that's one of the first things that I wanted to share today was about practicing thankfulness. This is a way that you can practice positivity. It's it's really important that we do practice thankfulness and practice gratitude with our vendors, with our venues, and any providers and people that are on your team. Thank them for everything that they've done. There has been many a time where, let's say I was a part of a a part of an on-site team or I work with a particular vendor and I thought that we worked well together and there was not necessarily a thank you at the end of it. Thank you for your business. Maybe we received the bill, but didn't re- didn't receive a thank you. So making sure that you're practicing thankfulness and that's top of the, at the top of your list is pretty key. And another way that we can show and practice positivity is embrace creativity. Your teams are all unique. Who you work with is unique and they have different ideas that they bring to the table. Really embrace those ideas, having different thought processes on a certain topic or thing can really help bring a level of perspective that you probably didn't have. So embrace the creativity that your your team is trying to bring to the table. And when you embrace that creativity, then they can see that their idea is being heard. Their ideas are being used. Maybe if it's not used in the capacity in which they gave it to you, it's used in different capacities and different ways. That makes people feel good because they feel like they're contributing towards a goal, which again goes back to them being more positive, them working really hard to help you. Also, when you are in a position where things, let's say, maybe aren't going right, a lot of this can happen when you have some newer members on the team and there's just certain things that they had some oversights on. And that that's okay. Or perhaps you have a newer member on the team and they continue to question so many things. That is an opportunity to mentor. When there's an opportunity to mentor, definitely grab hold of it. You can be an inspiring light for those that you are mentoring. So if you do have someone like that on your team, somebody's new and excited and they want to do all the things and learn everything there is to know about this exciting industry, Perhaps you can take some time, set aside some time to mentor, to have an extra 10 minutes on a conversation for them just to help them and to encourage them and to tell them that they're doing great or to show them um, maybe a better best practice that perhaps will work in a situation that they currently are going through. Another way that you can show positivity is encouragement always, right? Encouraging ourselves. I like to get up in the morning and just really encourage myself. I have, let's say, affirmations that I really say to myself, or I love to read positive, either devotionals or just words from people that I admire that really can help me and encourage encourage me throughout the day. And because I do that, I can then be an encouragement to others. So all of these really start with us. If we do these things with ourselves, then we are able to do this to others. Some other ideas are to make sure that we're adhering to our boundaries and our team's boundaries. And I know that that may not seem like it's positive, 
but it is a positive thing. When you are appreciating the boundaries that people and even you have in place in your life, and then you actually adhere to it, you're giving yourself a gift. So if I say, hmm, every day I need to be off at five o'clock, I will work my hardest up until five. But after that, I need to put my family first. I will give them 200%. (laughs) I will give my business or my company 200%. But at five o'clock, I have to go. Now, if you leave at five, you just feel so much more encouraged and motivated and you feel so much more positive because you stuck to your goal and your boundary. And imagine what your team would feel if you were to do that for them too, right? So if they have boundaries that they have, definitely respect them as much as you can. And if there is something that you need to either cross, ask for permission versus to infringe on boundaries. I know as leaders, it can be very tough because we wanna be able to pull on our team if they are available, but there is a way of approach and there's a way to do that in which people can feel maybe admired that you're asking versus feeling disgruntled because they have to. All right. And then I just want to say also about staying positive is that when you have certain tasks that you're having people do, or even when you're doing tasks yourself, make them interesting, make them engaging, really look at that task, see how you can identify that task and relate to it and find the just positive, great things about the task that you can do. I know sometimes when we were cross-tracking rooming list or something like that. It's amazing how many stories we can make out of people's names. And it's just interesting and it can be engaging. You kind of wonder, hmm, what is what is that particular name? Or um, where does that name come from? Or I wonder what happened when, when somebody was getting named that. These do come up sometimes when we're doing tasks like that. It makes it interesting, it makes it engaging, and it really fosters a good team spirit and it fosters some just a, a, another point of excitement as you're doing your job. All right, and then lastly, I just wanna say, there's so much I can say about this, but lastly, I wanted to talk about just reframe, reframe, reframe. Many times our teams and just even with us, it's just hard for us to continue to be in a positive state of mind. And it's hard because we can get off a phone with a client that's very upset that the hotel will not give them the ballroom on the specific day that they need it to be. And as event planners, a lot of responsibility is on our shoulders with that. We're asked to negotiate things that are unnegotiable. (laughs) We are asked to move ballrooms. And sometimes we're even asked to move hotels. (laughs) I don't know how we are able to do that, but there are some clients that want that particular hotel in that city, and you have to make it happen, right? But it's important that when we go back and tell ourselves our story, whatever story we're telling ourselves, that we are reframing that, that that we're not taking on a lot of this, a lot of the shame and a lot of the self-sabotage that sometimes we even put on ourselves. So just make sure that we we reframe those things. For example, if you just say, something as simple as, man, I, I, I wish I would have got a better a better hotel for our client. Something like that might just really show that you are empathetic and you really want to meet your clients, your clients goal with their hotel. But another way to say that is, man, I can't wait to find the perfect hotel for this client. 
It's a different way of looking at it. So reframe for ourselves, reframe for our team to help them to be able to see the positive in the situation. And then that way it helps us do things differently. So I hope that this was, it was a little long, but I hope that this really helps. It gave you a little bit of nuggets to to really kind of chomp on. <laughs> and it's just really important. I've seen teams that same event, different planners. And one event had a planner, let's say that really came down at a team very, let's say negatively, or we should have did this, we should have did that. You should did this, you did that right? And then I have another planner, let's say that perhaps was very positive in the way they ran their event, helping their team, finding out how their team needs to be encouraged, pushing in the right ways in the positive way. And that particular planner, you see that people want to work with that planner. People enjoy being on the team. The team engagement is high and that can go on for years and years and years. So Again, definitely make sure that we are looking at it, being positive, staying positive, and making sure that we have that level of positive in busy times. That's all I have today. I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.